Hi everyone, welcome to Legal Talks by Desi Kanun. I am Suyash and I am excited to have started this show. On today's show, we will discuss another judicial pronouncement by the Supreme Court of India, namely Vinod Dua versus Union of India, writ petition criminal number 154 of 2020. In this case, criminal proceedings against a journalist under sections 124A that talks about sedition, section 268 that talks about public nuisance, section 501 that talks about printing or engraving matter known to be defamatory and section 505 that talks about statements conducing to public mischief of the Indian Penal Code 1860 were quashed so let us discuss the facts of the case in brief in order to explain the facts i will peruse the relevant excerpts of the complaint based on which the fir was registered against this journalist and this would be sufficient to explain the background of the case there was a show on youtube the vinod dua show and according to the complaint it had made some unfounded and bizarre allegations according to the complaint mr vinod dua has stated that Narendra Modi has used deaths and terror attacks to garner votes. He has also claimed that government does not have enough testing facilities and has made false statements about the availability of the personal protective kits and has stated that there is no sufficient information on those. It was further alleged that Mr Vinod Dua has stated that ventilators and sanitizer exports were stopped only on 24th of March 2020 thus it was pleaded in the complaint that unless strict action is taken against Mr Vinod Dua it will result in unrest in public and go against public tranquility hence the police was requested to take strict appropriate legal action against mr vinod dua and punish him accordingly thus we see that certain comments were made and those comments were considered to have potential to create unrest in public and against public tranquility and based on this complaint an fir was registered mr vinod dua approached the supreme court of india under article 32 of the constitution of india for quashing of this fir against him as i stated earlier there were four important provisions of law involved section 124a section 268 section 501 and section 505 of ipc so let us first discuss the observations of the courts in relation to section 268 501 and 505 of ipc With respect to section 268 that talks about public nuisance it was held by the court that section 268 merely provides for the definition of public nuisance and per se is not a penal provision in itself a penal provision means a provision in which a punishment has been provided whereas under section 268 only the definition of public nuisance has been provided It was further stated by the court that no case has been made out involving element of public nuisance. Now with respect to section 501 of IPC that talks about printing or engraving matter known to be defamatory, it was held by the court that cognizance with respect to chapter 21 of the IPC wherein section 501 lies can only be taken by a court upon a complaint made by the person aggrieved and even otherwise there is nothing defamatory in the statements made by mr vinod dua 
the court also went on to hold that the statements of mr vinod dua would be covered by the second and third exceptions to section 499 of ipc that defines defamation the second exception provides that expressing opinion about public conduct of public servants is not defamation whereas the third exception provides that it is not defamation to express any opinion with respect to conduct of any person touching any public opinion the honorable supreme court also cited the case of kedarnath singh versus state of bihar and this case was cited by the court to explain that every citizen has a right to criticize the steps taken by the government and its functionaries as long as such person does not incite people to violence against the government or with an intention to create public disorder the words or expression used must have a pernicious tendency or intention of creating public disorder to attract section 505 of ipc hence according to the court ingredients of section 505 of ipc were not made out Section 505 of IPC talks about statements that are made with an intention to create public mischief. Now let us come to the interesting portion of sedition that is section 124A of IPC. Before adverting any further let us peruse section 124A of IPC. It states that whoever by words either spoken or written or by signs or by visible representation or otherwise brings or attempts to bring into hatred or contempt or excites or attempts to excite disaffection towards the government established by law in india shall be punished now it has various explanations appended to it explanation 1 states that the expression disaffection includes disloyalty and all feelings of enmity Explanation 2 states that comments expressing disapprobation of the measures of the government with a view to obtain their alteration by lawful means without exciting or attempting to excite hatred contempt or disaffection do not constitute an offence an explanation 3 is also similar it states that comments expressing disapprobation of the administrative or other action of the government without exciting or attempting to excite hatred contempt or disaffection do not constitute an offence under this section the court also discussed various case laws on section 124a and freedom of speech it heavily perused the case of kedarnath singh and uh, i'll read the relevant excerpts of kedarnath singh that were uh, relied upon by the court i quote the time is long past when the mere criticism of governments was sufficient to constitute sedition for it is recognized that the right to utter honest and reasonable criticism is a source of strength to a community rather than a weakness the court ends there is another court that explained the purport of the sections that were invoked against mr vinod dua and in the kedarnath singh case i quote the provisions of the sections read as a whole along with the explanations make it reasonably clear that the sections aim at rendering penal only such activities as would be intended or have a tendency to create disorder or disturbance of public peace by resort to violence the court ends i'll also quote one more relevant excerpt of the kedarnath singh case i quote comments however strongly worded expressing disapprobation of actions of the government without exciting those feelings 
विच जेनरेट द इंक्लिनेशन टू कॉज पब्लिक डिसऑर्डर बाई एक्ट्स ऑफ वॉयलेंस वुड नॉट बी पीनल आफ्टर पर यूजिंग ऑल दीज रेलिवेंट एक्सर्ट्स द कोर्ट इट सेल्फ पॉइंटेड आउट दैट कंसिडरिंग द साइज ऑफ द पॉपुलेशन ऑफ इंडिया द टेस्टिंग फैसिलिटीज वर नॉट एडिक्वेट एंड डिसरप्शन ऑफ सप्लाई चेन्स ड्यू टू ब्लॉकेज ऑफ रोड्स वॉज रियल द लॉकडाउन हैपेंड दिस टेस्टिंग फैसिलिटी वॉज लो इनिशियली ऑल दीज प्रॉब्लम्स वर हाईलाइटेड बाई द कोर्ट The court also highlighted the problem of migrant workers and shortage of food. According to the court, the statements made in this regard by Mr. Vinod Dua, I quote, can neither be taken to be an attempt to incite migrant workers to start moving towards their hometowns or villages, nor can it be taken to be an incitement for causing any food riots. The court ends. hence it was observed by the court that going by the allegations in the fir and other attending circumstances no offence is made out under section 124a of ipc and i quote any prosecution in respect thereof would be violative of the rights of the petitioner guaranteed under article 191a of the constitution the court ends so what was finally held by the court upon cumulative consideration of all the points that we just discussed the court quashed the fir against mr vinod dua and any proceedings arising therefrom it is interesting to note that another prayer was made in this case that no fir be registered against a person belonging to media with at least 10 years of standing unless cleared by a committee of experts such prayer was declined by the court as it was totally outside the purview of statutory framework and any direction with respect to the same would have amounted to encroaching upon the domain of the legislature so what are my concluding remarks i feel that time and again matters are coming up where in section 124a of ipc that talks about sedition is involved section 124a of ipc is a valid piece of law and must be treated as such by the prosecution agencies i feel that the prosecution agencies are not taking section 124a in a serious manner like any other provision of ipc in section 124a2 it is required to be shown that its ingredients are being made out mere allegations are not enough and in order to carry out a trial it is required that charges are prima facie made out in the present case the prosecution failed to do all this and therefore the proceedings were quashed the present case seems like one where the prosecution agencies did not apply much mind and they just registered a case against mr vinod dua without any rhyme and reason they did not look into the fact that whether his statements are actually constituting any offense or not they just got a complaint and they registered an fir it was a sheer waste of time of both the prosecution agencies and mr vinod dua now section 268 of ipc that talks about public nuisance was invoked against mr vinod dua and this section merely provides for the definition of public nuisance it is not a penal provision it does not prescribe for any punishment this shows the lethargic and the callous attitude of the prosecution in the same way section 501 and 505 of ipc were invoked without any application of mind before registering any fir the prosecution agencies are required to carry out due diligence with respect to making out the ingredients of the offence 
and as i stated it seems that in the present case such exercise was not carried out properly or this situation would not have arisen it is also pertinent to note that simply expressing opinions that are critical of the government cannot mean that a citizen is attempting to incite violence or a citizen is committing the offense of sedition just the way a citizen congratulates the government for the good work done in the same way a citizen has a right to criticize the government when he is not satisfied after all the citizens are the real beneficiaries of the constitution of india the government the legislature and the judiciary as well are required to function in tandem to secure the rights of the citizens of this country these rights include the right to criticize as well rather than curtailing the same it would be much better if the state protects such rights and allows its citizens to criticize itself as much as possible if everything done by the state would be considered to be rosy then where would be the scope for improvement the state would function according to its own whims and fancies and without communication with the citizens it would never know whether its schemes and plans are having any real ground effect or not thus i feel that criticism of the government and its policies is very important as i stated earlier the second prayer of mr vinod dua in this case was interesting he tried to draw parallels with doctors that like doctors journalists too need protection in res- in respect of lodging of firs against them however in case of the doctors the court rightly pointed out that they stand at a different footing altogether and there is a full fledged statutory framework in their favor like the general exceptions to ipc though journalists are specialists but their nature of work is quite different from doctors and i feel that there is no need to form a committee of experts and there is no need to put a bar on lodging of firs against journalists however i do feel that the court rightly quashed the fir in the present case and by looking at the bare contents of the complaint or the fir no prima facie case is made out against mr kumar so i hope you enjoyed listening to the show thank you for listening please do not forget to like and subscribe us see you next time till then stay tuned